Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by Mr. Josh Crash Davis. And we are here to go over this fantastic Friday night MLB main slate. And it looks like a really good one with really good weather. So are you ready to get after this crash? Yeah. I am I am ready to get after it, and uh, it's a little bit different because we actually have a couple early games uh, for a Friday. That's unusual. Usually they're all at the same time, so it's a little yeah, bit different than the slate. It definitely is a little different, but we have a, a good, strong main slate for all yeah. three sites, so yep. at yep. least it's not like some of those crazy ones we get on Thursday, uh, Wednesdays or sometimes on the weekend where there's four slates. Mm -hmm. so, exactly that's, that's a decent thing and then the fact that the weather's good that helps yeah, yeah definitely yeah so uh the we have uh champions golden state warriors again that was a, yeah. a lot of fun uh quite a series and we really finished out strong we won on uh real happy to say we won on DraftKings, fandle yahoo prize picks and yeah. we basically knocked the score and game out I had mm -hmm. uh, uh, Golden State double digits, so that that wasn't a very popular pick, but uh, it worked right. out great. So, yeah. yeah, great way to finish. Yeah, yeah, you weren't too far from your original prediction. I know you had Golden State in five, but it wasn't too far from that. So, not too shabby, and and uh, really enjoyed doing those pods with you and Deb. So, yeah, it was great. Deb's uh, wanting to jump on a few of these baseball ones with us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, stay tuned for that for sure. She'll give us the the West Coast view of some of these games. So yeah, uh, great stuff. All right, well we're gonna dive in and and go over uh, our regular stuff that we do. For those that are new to the channel, maybe uh, we're gonna hit on our payups and value pitchers, some fade pitchers, little BVP HR call for the day. Certainly look at some stacks, which are super important. Uh, throw some pay, uh, prize picks plays up there for you. And also today we're going to do a two brains are better than one FanDuel GPP. So a lot to cover today. A great uh, slate to do it on. So mm -hmm. enjoy and uh, let's dive right in. Uh, first, uh, first of all, too, if you're watching right now on YouTube, let's just get it out of the way before we you have to skip around at all. Quick thumbs up. That's really appreciated. Hit the subscribe button. And hit the little alert in the upper corner so you know when any of our podcasts post. And then just come and join us. That's the best, easiest way to do it. DFSCoachTalk.com. We have some fantastic deals on there. If you want to be with us for the whole weekend, do the three-day $10 pass Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get all our NASCAR, MMA. You also get our uh, PGA US Open weekend picks tonight. And then, of course, baseball all throughout the weekend. So DFSCoachTalk.com. All right, Crash, who is your pay-up pitcher for this wonderful Friday, June the 17th? Yeah, my pay-up pitcher is going to be Carlos Rodon. He's 10-7 on FanDuel, 9,900 on DraftKings. Um, he has struggled there for a while in some of his starts from about the middle of May till his last start up against the Dodgers. But in that start, he got back on track with how, you know, he had been pitching – you know, closer to what he'd been pitching earlier in the year. He pitched six shutout innings. He struck out eight for 52 fantasy points. 
And he's going up against Pittsburgh tonight. They have the second highest strikeout rate, and they score the third lowest runs per game. And it's in Pittsburgh, so it's a pitcher-friendly ballpark. And uh, he's going to be my top option. Well, and, and again, we don't uh, go over these beforehand because we want them organic and we want right. to feed off of each other and just not flip to another guy just because the other guy likes him or dislikes him. I like Carlos Rodon for all the reasons that you said. He is my pay-up pitcher, mm -hmm. and he's like an absolute lock washer on uh, DraftKings. I mean, yeah. Yeah, 99, 99 is a terrific price <laughs> for him there. Yeah. So I think he'll be chalky, but for all the reasons you said, you know, Pittsburgh, a little cooler tonight, pitcher's ballpark. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, if he can come out and pitch – anywhere close to the way he did against the Dodgers, there are a lot of outs in that Pittsburgh lineup and a lot of strikeouts. So i um, very excited for him. Now he'll be a little bit less owned on FanDuel and Yahoo. Like you said, at 10, seven, that's a bit mm -hmm. pricey yeah. and he is 51, which is the highest on Yahoo as well, but I'm willing to absorb some of that in order to get that uh, ownership down. So I think Rodon is in a great spot tonight. Uh, he is also my pay-up pitcher. So same. So it'd be funny if we matched on all these, but it's, it's yeah. going to happen one of these days, I guess. <laughs> so what do you have for value, sir? Uh, my value pitcher is going to be John Gray. Um, he's 8,600 on FanDuel, 6,900 on DraftKings going up against Detroit. They scored the fewest runs per game at only 2.68. And in their last three games, they've scored 0 0.67 runs per game. So their offense is really struggling. Um, they also have the fifth highest strikeout rate at 24.2%. And in his last start, he pitched against the uh, White Sox. He only allowed one run in six innings, and he had 10 strikeouts against the White Sox, who have the sixth lowest strikeout rate. So yeah. at DraftKings, he's ridiculously cheap at 6,900. Um, still in play for me on FanDuel because of the matchups. So John Gray is my favorite value option. Makes a lot of sense. Um, my value play is a guy I know you don't like, so I'm, I doubt you'll okay. like him here. Yeah, I like Frankie Montas here. Okay. I, I mean, I think his price is right. Um, he's only 8300 on DraftKings, which is mm. really dirt cheap for the quality of pitcher that he is. Yeah. And he's 10-2, so it's not a value play really on FanDuel and 47 on Yahoo. So right. really it, – it, Counts as a, a real nice value on DraftKings and a, and what I think is a decent play on the other two. But you know Montas has been good, man. He's you know he's been mentioned in a lot of trade talks too, and so you know he's wanting to pump up his value to get to a good competitive team that, sure. that they move him to. You know I'll I'll give him a pass on that last game. Mm -hmm. He only got 15 uh, fantasy points, but. You know, got knocked around a little bit by Cleveland, but it's at it was at Cleveland. And when Cleveland's hitting with Ramirez and company, they're a monster. But yeah. if you look at all his, you know, several outings before that, 40 against Boston, tough matchup, 34 against Houston, 55 against Texas. He had 52 against the Angels. He had mm -hmm. a 43 against Tampa. So, I mean, those those aren't the Oaklands and Kansas Cities and, right. you know, uh, Colorados when they're not in cores. Those are good teams. So yeah. he's also thrown a, an 11 and a 12 strikeout game on the board uh, in the last six weeks. So, you know, I like I really like him in this matchup against a, a very weak 
uh, team in Kansas City. And uh, I think it just it sits well for him because even though he's three and six, Oakland stinks. Right. You know, his whip right. is still right around one. And mm-hmm. he's got 80 Ks, you know, crash. Wow. That's those are good numbers. Yeah, it is good. Those are really good numbers. And, and like you said, he was going up against Cleveland and they have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball. So it was yeah, a tough matchup for sure. It was. So I, I see bounce back for Mr. Montas today. Yeah. That uh, fade pitcher there, we've the seen all, we've been the hottest on our fade. So let's see if we can hit another one. The last time I faded this pitcher, he had a career game. So ah. it doesn't happen. It's Clayton Kershaw. He's 10-5 on both sites. You know, he showed some rust in his last start against San Francisco. He pitched four innings, allowed two runs, struck out four for only 18 fantasy points. Um, that was after he had missed a month. And he, you know, he's facing Cleveland, who we just talked about. They have the lowest strikeout rate. And uh, I just think that he's nearing the end of his career, like we talked about. I mean, he is. Um, And outside of that start that we, you know, had it at Minnesota, for whatever reason, he just went off. But outside of that, he's really struggled to put up any kind of numbers anywhere near deserving of a 10-5 price tag. So. Yeah, I think he's risky. I don't know, like you said, if he's completely stretched out after coming back from that injury either. So, right. yeah, he's a pretty easy fade for me as well. Although, you know, he, he can break the slate too. You never know. Yeah. My fade is Lucas Giolito. I just, he has not been the same pitcher that he's been in the past. He's been uh, giving up the long ball and, mm-hmm. you know, he's expensive still. Um, his last three outings, you know, he, he had some strikeouts, but the bottom line in those games, he lasted five innings against Texas, gave up four earned, lasted six innings, only two earned against Tampa, which wasn't bad, but he only struck out three. Yeah. Toronto smashed him around. He went four and two thirds, gave up six earned. And in those three games, he's given up five home runs in his last three games. So mm-hmm. definitely, uh, you know, the ability to give up the long ball right now, a little scary. His whip is all the way up to like almost one five, which yeah. you're talking about a guy that had a whip under one uh, for a lot of last year. So yeah, just, just not the same uh, pitcher at, that I've seen uh, in right. the last couple of years. I think he's regressing back to what whatever it was like four years ago or something when he was, like the worst pitcher in the majors. Mm-hmm. So not sure what's going on there, if it's a health thing or what, but he still grabs a lot of ownership. It seems like on every slate. So I'm hoping that uh, he just puts in another subpar game here. And I yeah. do think the two guys we faded, let's face it, Kershaw and Giolito are going to get ownership. Right. So we're not giving you guys easy fade guys like yeah. Zach, please Zach. We or don't want to go yeah exactly yep all right excellent um real quickly here before we jump into bvp if you want to sign up for prize picks uh jump in right now prizepicks.com use the promo code coach talk and they will give you 100 match all the way up to 100 bucks on your first deposit uh Really uh, been hot in prize picks lately, too. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your BVP play of the day? And we're BVPers here. I heard uh, some uh, some more squawking about not believing in BVP, Uh-oh. but we do. So what do yeah. you got? 
Uh, I've got Ramon Lariano. He's 2,600 on FanDuel. He's 4,500 on DraftKings. So more of a value on FanDuel. Uh, but he's 500 against Zach Greinke with eight hits and 16 at bats, two singles, two doubles, a triple, and three home runs. So nice, strong numbers for Loriano uh, against Greinke. And I'm probably going to try and find a way to put him in my lineups as a one-off. Uh, obviously, I'm probably not going to stack the Oakland team, but I do think I, he's a one-off, you know, in, in most of my lineups tonight. Yep, I like it. I'm going to go Nolan Arenado against Michael Waka Waka. He's uh, batting a a cool 462, three home runs, five RBIs. He's walked uh, OPS of 1654, slugging 1154, OBP 500. And again, small sample size, but Waka is definitely the kind of guy that Arenado just feasts on. And I think yeah. he, uh, he has a heyday today. Yep. All right, man. HR? You, you stole it from me. He's my Nolan. HR call. <laughs> no one's my HR call. As you mentioned, he's 462 against Michael Waka, um, including three home runs with his six hits. Uh, so I, I definitely like Arenado. Um, he stood up out to me as the top home run call option on this slate based on the matchup. So I like Arnado a lot. I'm with you. I've got a super uh, contrarian um, HR call today. And I, it was, I played Rutschman, the the young catcher for Baltimore in all lineups and predicted a home run for him who had not had a home run in his career. I know. He did hit his first home run the other day. So yeah, this is another one of those weird ones. Not not as you know bizarre, but sort of because I don't think anybody else will use him as their HR call. I'm going to take Elvis Andrus. Okay, he's uh, going against Granky. He's faced him 30 times, so he's seen him a lot, and he's mm-hmm. got 11 hits off him, batting a cool 367. Here's the funky part, though. He hasn't hit a homer off him yet. But he's got three extra base hits. He's walked against him. So, you know, as he sees the ball off him. And watching Elvis quite a bit in Texas for those years, uh, you know, when he's zoned in on a guy and he's seen him enough, and they used to play that Houston versus Texas when it was, you know, Granky and Andrus, uh, uh, those two teams, a lot. And he used to square him up quite a bit. So I think yeah. he can go deep here and uh, real long shot play at a cheap guy that you can roster in there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they have him in the order. They move him all over the place, but he's been a little closer to the top recently. So super contrarian HR call today, Elvis Andrus. Okay. I like it coach. And we've got a little bit of a two man stack there now with Loriano and Andrews. So, you know, it's funny because you said, Oh, stack Oakland, you know, Oakland is my GPP sneak stack today. Oh, wow. I, okay. I have never, I'm not saying by any stretch stack five A's or anything like that. I'm talking right, the right. Mid, like three. If you're doing like a three, three, two or three, three, three lineup. Yeah. I do think, I mean, Granky's just looking like, you know, he's leaking oil. Right. And, you know, Oakland again, certainly not much confidence in their hitting, but they do mm-hmm. have a few guys, like you said, with Loriano and uh, Andrus and Pinder. There's a few guys that hit them. Yeah, uh, you know they're four hundred plus against them. So, right. um, is Pinder even back? I know he was out for a while. 
I think he is. Um, I think so too. I think he so, hit the other day. They were facing a lefty. I, I think it was Daniel Lynch, or I, I don't remember who they were facing. Yeah, um, oh. yeah. He was he was uh, one of the plays I was looking at one day this week. So yeah, I think yeah. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah. So anyway, to start off, stacks again. I never thought I'd say these words, especially on a podcast. <laughs> but a little mini Oakland A stack for me, okay. you know, like three guys max. But I think it can be sneaky, and I think it uh, can be successful. So, yeah, I, I definitely think so too. Um, yeah, so for me, obviously for the chalky stacks, you've got the Padres and Coors, and then you have the Yankees against Ross Stripling. I also like the Giants um, against Zach Thompson with their lefties. They recently got Brandon Belt back, so that gives them a yeah. power lefty. Yeah. Uh, I like the Giants. They're probably my top stack as far as a lower on stack. So The Giants? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. If, for me, I'm going with one chalk stack, and it's against, uh, you know, you, you got to admit in this game when you're wrong or you misstep, or it wasn't what you expected. We both like Zach Plezak as a value guy last time, and I watched every pitch. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was not pretty. Right. <laughs> so what does he win for pitching crappy last time? He gets to go to L.A. and pitch against the Dodgers. Yeah. So good luck. I'm going Zach. I'm going the L.A. Dodgers stack city. Mm-hmm. And you know the big thing for me is, you know, liking Rodon and Montas. DraftKings, you get a nice break there. So you can make a Dodger stack work, but on FanDuel and Yahoo, you do not. So I'm going to be sifting through all day looking for a cheap SP2 because I want to get some of the meat of this Dodgers lineup uh, in there. You know, I I would love to get a Betts, Freeman, Turner, but that's, you know, $100 million. So Mm -hmm. even if I had to go you know, Freeman Turner and then skip down to the other Turner and Bellinger, you know, something like that uh, might work as well. But I'm flirting with how to do that based on salary, you know? Yeah. I think when you can get the Dodgers at lower ownership, because they will be lower owned than the Padres uh, and Coors and probably the Yankees against Ross Stripling. So I think that's a good move. Uh, and probably with the lineup that we're looking with the stacks that we're looking at, you can probably put all three of those California teams, Oakland, LA, and San Francisco in a lineup because San Francisco is usually cheaper. And of course, Oakland's really cheap. So, yeah. And let's face it. I mean, you know, it is what it is and it's the truth. I mean, not the, the sharks don't do it, but the average players, they want to see a number three or a number four by their guy. When right. you don't have lineups for those late games, Mm-hmm. and you're not 100% sure who's in and out or where they're batting in the order, people get a little squeamish. Yeah. I, I've noticed that a lot when you see you see very little coverage of the late games in there by a lot right. of players. And that's just because, you know, they haven't confirmed the lineup, but that doesn't mean they're not going to be in there in a smash spot. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially if you play a little bit less, uh, you know, uh, dollar contests and stuff, that happens a lot. Uh, now, you know, usually the Sharks aren't going to pay any attention to that they're going to play the best guys and right. they're going to be available to pivot and have a plan in place. You know, let's just say something bizarre happened, like if Freeman's a key guy for me tonight and he scratched, then I'll have a backup plan with one of the late games to make that move. So yeah. that's really how you do that. But 
yeah, I mean, I like that. Even if it's, you know, 5% less ownership on that team because it's a late game and, you know, yeah. they don't see the one, two, three, four, or whatever, uh, you know, in front of their guys. So I think it's a good spot. And when, when, you know, sometimes you'll have the opposite when, you know, it's not a good card. People just want right. to stack late and know that they still have a shot, but this is a good card and it's balanced and there's a lot of go-to spots. So yeah, uh, maybe getting a little cheap Oakland mini stack is the way for me to get the more expensive Dodgers mini stack. Yeah, That's sort of what I'm looking at. Yeah, that might be the way to go. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's dive to prize picks, my friend. All right. I'm going to refresh it now. I like to go live to prize picks because they do some switcherooing and adding, and yes, you got to have a fresh slate to look at here. So, um, again, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, quick thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the little alert. If you're uh, listening on any of our, our audio podcast landing spots, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is, quick little five-star rating and comment. Uh, our man Colin pulls out randomly somebody from that list that has done those two things at the end of each month, and they win one full week of Coach Talk. So you want to dive on that. All right, what do you have for your first prize picks play, Mr. Crash? Uh, I've got our top pitcher. It's going to be Carlos Rodon, over 38.5 fantasy score. Um, like I said, I think he got some of his confidence back in that last start against the Dodgers, and he had gone over that number in five of his first six starts, and this is probably the best matchup he's had all year on paper. So I like the over at 38.5 for him. I like it. I'm going to go uh, on our, my fade pitcher under Lucas Giolito, 33 and a half. Uh -huh. you know, I do think he'll get three, four, or five strikeouts. I just don't think he goes deep enough. And Houston, man, is a very yeah. tough team. They hit the ball. So yep. uh, I'm going to go under Mr. Giolito. Yep. I'm sure it's going to be very hot tonight. So they're probably going to, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a tough place to pitch. Um, I'm going to go with my home run call for my next play. Nolan Arenado over eight fantasy score. Uh, I like that number. And even if he doesn't get a home run, I think that, that he can, you know, hit a double and steal a base or I don't know something, but I think he'll get over that number of eight. Yeah. He's, he's so scrappy, man. He's, he gets it done. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking to see they moved my guy out of the spot. You know, when they add a few guys and it juggles and then you can't find your guy. Right. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, I, here's another guy I like tonight. And I, I thought this was a stupid number. I'm going to go Bo Bichette over flat seven hitter fantasy score. Hmm. I, I mean, he's got great BVP too, but it's just seven. Yeah. I expected it to be like eight or eight and a half for sure. So just based on what I thought was a lower number, I'm going to go Bo Bichette over seven fantasy points. Okay. All right. And do you want to do a third? Are they uh, are they facing Jordan Montgomery? Is that right? Yes, they okay. are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do a third. I'll take John Gray over six strikeouts against Detroit. Um, he's had double-digit strikeouts in two of his last three starts against the White Sox and the Rays, which aren't the most strikeout-heavy teams. So I think that up against Detroit, he can get a lot of strikeouts. 
the one start in his last three starts that he didn't go over double digits was against Cleveland. So we've been talking about that the whole podcast, that they're the best in strikeouts in the league. So I uh, can't blame him for that. So I think he will get over six strikeouts and probably push closer to double digits again. So, yeah, I like that play. I'm going to uh, put an asterisk because I'd like to go over Elvis Andrus, but he's not on there yet. Oh, he's Maybe. not on there. Yeah, yeah, he might not be on there. So yeah. if not, I'll give another pick. But it, it's Freddie Freeman mm-hmm. over eight fantasy points in that Cleveland matchup against that stud Plezak. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's probably going to fire like a two hitter tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going Freeman over eight projected fantasy score with Elvis looming. If Elvis has not left the building and get, get in there, we'll take yeah. him. But I, I doubt he's going to show up on the chart today. Yeah. All right, Chief, let's fly into our bonus. Two brains are better than one. And remember, if you join us at Coach Talk, we're following all the weather in Discord, all the matchups, any lineup changes. We do all the work for you. And then when it comes to 30 minutes before lock, we're giving you full lineups on Yahoo and FanDuel. And you're getting core plays or a clipboard or both on DraftKings. So we're giving you, laying it all out there. We're adding our prize picks plays. Uh, so great place to be, awesome community. We would love to have you join us at DFS Coach Talk. All right. Um, I, you can have the first pick if you'd like, sir. You've okay. earned it. All right, so we're going GPP. I do. I like gray, so I'm going to take gray, and it's going to give us some value, too. 86. Okay. Mr. Gray <clears throat> against Detroit. I can accept that. I'm not diving out of the bleachers and cheering, but I yeah. I accept the play. And, I, and since you're saving us so much money, I'm going to go to what I think is a fairly priced $3,500 Freddie Freeman. Okay. And I'm going to go over to our utility then. Yeah. And take Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt. Okay. I like it. He's He can hit, man. If he's oh, back yeah. in a groove, he can hit. Yeah. 3,100. Yeah. And this Zach Thompson guy is not good. So. No. How about $2,200 Elvis Andrus? Wow. So now we got some cash. Yeah. I know it's gutsy. But, hey, you know, you make a call, you make a call. It's going mean, to open up another superstar player for us. I mean, we we spent, I think, uh, 4600 or something last time, last Friday, and we got zero from Ronald Acuna. So. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I'd much I rather take a Acuna's, zero. I hate Acuna's guts. <laughs> I'd much rather take a zero from Elvis Andrews than from Ronald Acuna. Oh, Elvis will not take a zero. No, yeah. he's going uh, yard. He will either. I'm just saying that I'd much rather do that when I'm yeah, spending. Andrews time. is is on my dead to me list. Okay, yeah. he has made that list. It's you. a not a big list, but he is now on it. All right, so. I'm going to take another athletic. Oakland, uh, Loriano, 2,600 in the outfield. Yep. If you want great stacks, you come to DFS Coach Talk. We're giving you the Oakland A's. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, nobody can say that we're chalk players here. Right. And exactly. when you're building a GPP lineup, who wants to stack it with chalk players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. Um, 
let's see. I am going to go with uh, one of two guys here. Let's see. Since we got some cash to smoke around a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with an underpriced $3,700 Mookie Betts. Okay. He, like was, he was like five grand not that long ago. Yeah, he is underpriced. That's interesting price. So we're still at 3767 a man with three guys left. So get out the big sticks. I know who I'm taking next. So I'm just can I take him? Go ahead. Cuz you know I'm like 4 for 4 Jordan Alvarez home run. He's okay. my new my new uh Atlanta Braves dude from last year. Yeah. Uh he's your new Azuna. Azuna, yeah. He's my home run whisper. So yeah. you could take both guys, second and third base. You got seventy one hundred to use. Mm, okay, I'll take. Hmm. Let's see. I got some sticks. Yeah, definitely. Espinal's facing the lefty, right? Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Right. That's correct. I'm taking him, and I'm taking Arnado and leaving 800 on the board, which is his GPP, so I don't care. That's what I was hoping you'd take, Arenado. Okay, so you have – and if anything changes during the day and we need to make a change, uh, we can always flip it. So uh, here's what our lineup looks like. John Gray, Freddie Freeman, Santiago Espinal, Nolan Arenado, Elvis Andrus, Ramon Laureano, Mookie Betts, Jordan Alvarez, and Brandon Belt. Hey, Coach, I'm making one change. I'm going to go to a St. Louis guy. I'm going to go with Nolan Gorman at 3,000. Espinal? Espinal. Okay, I like that play better, so I'm with you. So Espinal, at least two homers tonight. (laughs) Yeah, so we got two Cardinals, two Dodgers, two athletics, a Houston and a San Francisco bat. So very nice. I like it. Yeah. And that will be very unique. There's no question about it. No doubt. All right. Excellent. That is it, my friends. That's the whole deal on Friday. So very exciting. Um, Tomorrow we'll be back for baseball Uh, tonight. If you're a member and listening, don't forget to check out the weekend only golf. I've been watching Hole by hole, we've got some guys playing really well, um, and we're going to be loading back up uh, again this this uh, try to double dip it because that U.S. Open's a blast to watch, oh, and yeah. I love that course at Brookline. It is it is tricky and uh, yeah. uh, definitely a, a fun one. So we got all that going for sure, uh, and uh, so come and check us out. Any anything else on your side? No, I just want to wish all the fathers a great Father's Day this weekend. And uh, and uh, let's crush it. Let's crush this whole weekend. Yeah, absolutely. No Baseball doubt. Golf. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Enjoyed <laughs> it. And uh, it's going to be a, a good night of baseball for sure. So uh, check us out again tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back. And we'll be looking to crush it in MLB, DFS, and prize picks.